0: Adventurers, welcome to the Max Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us, and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. As always, we'd like to invite you to come join our Discord. We can hang out with us and other listeners of the show. And if you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our Patreon. And a shout-out to all of those at our big number level and above. Rock Jedi, Rob, Wolf, Blartimus Slump, Thunder Mammoth, Elisa Ellie, Das Chris, Fizgig, AC Goldner, Jason K., Jamie H., Slayer4967, hope just gonna sneak right past you. There. Dickie Lopez, Licky Dopez, Carnifex, Alex K, Mordine, Doma El laca Dr. Grinnis, Forevermore, Frank L., Just Mike Works, Ross D., Treehugger, Darren W., Gold Rhino, Indie Link, Taudry Monster, Fig Tear, Zach S., Joe Sleeve, Darren, Caleb W., Corey, and Pickle. Shout out to new patron this week at the opening act, Daniel S. Thank you all so much for your support. And now a we'll recap of session 101. Down in the Darklands, immediately after a big crazy fight with some tree monster things, some giant terrifying mosquito spider monsters show up. Four of them. They like to grab people and run away, which they do a lot. Moonlight possesses one, and the rest of us don't understand. We kill the monster, which knocks Moonlight out for an hour. Peach Pie is very upset. After all the monsters are dead, we heal up. We continue to investigate the caves. We come to a room where there are some mushrooms which mess with Peach mind. The wizard tries it too and learns a little bit about things he's forgotten. It's all very psychedelic. We leave that little cave and continue our exploration into the Darklands, looking for the Desert of the Black Sands.
1: As you exit the Iridescent Garden, there's a long tunnel, maybe five miles, 15, 20 feet wide. And as you approach the end of this tunnel, it widens out. It widens out like it did for the Iridescent Garden, but this one widens way out. And in the space that intervenes between you and what's beyond are a series of ancient stone ruins. And beyond that, you see it opens up. You can even see over the top of the walls of some of these ruins, and it opens up hugely. You can see the pale green glimmer of crystal shards and that pale green light dimly emanates into the space where you are. Almost looks like uh, stars in a subterranean
2: parody of a moonless night sky. Do we feel like we're getting close to the uh, radiation area with that green? That's what the green sparkles are. Well, we've got those potions to take but
1: most of all, most of all, at the edge of the ruins here towering in front of you is a stone gate flanked by statues of large Zolgath warriors. You only really know that they're Zolgaths because you know that silhouette, the weapons that they use, that shape of the hunch of their shoulders, the lizard-like tail, but the features of these statues are all worn to basically nothing. And this large stone door is what stops you from entering the Black Sands.
2: Do you think they're compensating for something
1: (laughs) jeb you walk up and knock on it yeah dude jeb is he walking through the sands to get up to the door i'll have you know i'm a dwarf Mm Mm-hmm. i recognize hazards oh that's a thing you have what's that feat called Recognize hazards. <laughs> Jeb, you step on a metal pole that's hidden under the sand. You can feel that ro- your boot step onto that roundness, that hard cylinder. And as you do, uh, you feel it lever up, and the whole gate falls toward you. Give me a reflex save. The reaction called gate collapse has the attack trait, but it's just a reflex save. 35. 35. Fails. Okay. Damn. There's a 12 on the die. Jeb, you are going to take 74 points of bludgeoning damage as the gate comes toppling down on top of you. You are also pinned under it. As you try to dive out of the way, it pins your legs underneath it. You are immobilized until the door is moved or destroyed. I'm just going to hang out here, guys. All right, guys, I opened the door. Go on through. (laughs) Your sacrifice will be noted. Thanks. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) As that sound echoes through the ruins here, everybody give me a perception check. I'm going to not. I'm under a rock. Is this to see Jeb get crushed? 38. 36. A 36 and a 38, wizard. This clatter of metal and bone echoes after the pinging echo of the stone doors falling on top of Jebediah, and it's in the hallway beyond, and these creatures begin to animate themselves in front of your eyes.
2: You fool of Hickburn. Throw yourself down next time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and these gargantuan manifestations of what you see now as as bodies hundreds of bodies humanoid in shape you're not entirely certain if you're looking at zogath bodies or human bodies or elves or dwarves or what it's probably all races but they begin to climb on top of one another and this gross
2: sinew begins to connect them all holy fuck well that's taken the undead skeleton thing to a whole new level There
1: are two of them. Jeb, before we get initiative set, give me a will save. I've been waiting for you to ask. 43, critical success. (laughs) It it certainly is. (laughs) It wouldn't be normally, but, you know, the sight of these two things wants to grip you in fear. But you realize in the situation that you're in right now... Fear is the absolute worst possible reaction. You need to focus on getting out.
2: A quick question. When they told us about uh, teleportation not working, did they mean, like, into this area or, like, throughout this area? Things that use teleportation do not work? Both. Got it.
1: Everybody roll initiative. Oh, Yeah with these monstrosities gathering in the hallway beyond. And at the top of round one, Peach Pie, you start us off. Jeb's trapped. Don't worry, Peach Pie, I got this. I'm not used to going first. I
0: want to move up to my buddy Jeb, and I heard the wizard say he's got it. I'm just going to ready action to attack with my second two actions in case a monster comes up and tries to attack Jeb or the wizard while they're doing things. Okay. So just ready action to attack any monster that gets in my range. After Peach Pie,
1: Wizard, it's your turn.
3: So I really wanted to run up there and uh, open a door inside the door, but realizing how many actions that's going to take, it would take me two full turns. So instead, this is my plan B. So I will drain bonded item, recall maze, add reach to it by Jeb.
1: Put Jeb in a maze? Tell him to fail this? (laughs) There's no save. There's no save. Oh, that's right. There's no save. Not to put Jeb in the maze.
3: Jeb, I'll let you out in
1: six seconds. Okay, Jeb, then Uh... you find yourself in an extra-dimensional maze. Oh, no. All of my items fall out.
2: Oh. I don't got no (laughs) extra-dimensional. Now, that is the use of an eighth-level spell.
1: Cleverly removes Jeb from the dangerous situation. Do I go back in the same spot?
2: If it, if you can't, you get moved to the next space. The so next available space, yep. So you would get pushed to somewhere you could come out cleanly.
1: Unscathed. Yep, so we're going to leave you exactly where you are on the map, and then we'll decide where that point is if when you come back.
3: My other option was not using an 8th level spell, but wasting two rounds to get him out.
2: And by then, those creatures are going to be on top of us.
3: Because I would have had to move up to them, um, draw out my door knocker. The door knocker itself uses two actions, and I, it would take me two actions to get to them. So first round, would just get, getting there and pulling it out. So it
2: wasn't worth it. Second turn, using it and then GTFOing.
3: <laughs> yeah. So this saves a lot of time, even though it burns a high level spell. I just realized something. Hmm. Maze's teleportation. It is. Do I make a check, or...? No, so no, go. I do.
2: Is the area trying to counteract the spell or something?
1: That's exactly what's happening, yes. It's going to make a counteract check.
3: Oh, I feel better that I use the 8th level
1: spell, then. So what's your DC? Should be 36.
3: Yeah, I'm almost certain it's 36, but... Yeah, it's 36.
1: Maze did successfully go off. Okay. was a secret. Made that roll with the Norse Foundry dice. That brings us over to the gargantuan creature, which you see now seems to have pulled itself together from the remnants of a battlefield at the mouth of this gate.
0: Yeah, it looks like a giant mound of, like, flesh, and in the flesh
1: is a bunch of, like, armored knights and shit. As this creature begins, there's no other way to describe it, roiling down the hall, It's just barely able to contain its entire mass. It moves into the hallway, and it's difficult to say whether or not a a gargantuan amalgamation of corpses and, and suits of armor and weapons can investigate. But it seems to investigate, and then a large chunk of it gets thrown at Peach Pie. So it just basically like removes a chunk of the bodies and weapons and armor and everything and throws it at Peach Pie. Peach Pie does a 41 hit. A 41 wood hit. So you are going to take 36 points of bludgeoning damage and give me a reflex save. Reflex? That's my worst save. I get a 24. Peach Pie, you critically fail the reflex save. This lump of, like, scrap iron and metal and bodies completely takes you to the ground, and it is on top of you. You will need to escape this. Okay. Jebediah, it's your turn. So you are in the maze. Wizard, what would he need to do to escape the maze? I don't, don't I?
2: Yeah, you you can try to
1: you can try to
3: escape if you want Uh, once each turn the target can spend one action to attempt a survival check or perception check against my spell DC to escape the maze the possible outcomes are as follows if you succeed you're on the right path if you are already on the right path you escape if you critically succeed you do just escape nothing bad happens if you fail or critically fail so you might as well try to escape my maze
1: how many actions is it? just one Uh, by chance are we? Is it a different plane? (laughs) Uh, yeah, technically. Technically, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) Your master survival feat coming in handy here. Oh my god! Legendary.
3: Find your way out of my (laughs) legendary.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. All sad. I really want this to exceed.
1: I don't care. It's this early. Oh fuck. (sighs) All right. Well, there's my here point, but uh am gonna let you out. I'll use my other. Oh, I know. I just wanted to, to be fucking cool and be like, "You can't take me." I don't know. It wasn't gonna be cool.
3: You got two actions to prep for combat.
1: Nah, I'll just pop this heal on me. A little four, recoup some of that some of that damage you took. What? Let's peach. But I got a five footer on four. He is under a pile of detritus, a pile of debris. Can you be assisted? Yeah, I suppose. Turtle moves into assist. Done. She has got one one action to move, but
0: I should be okay. It'll be an athletics check to get out, and I'm good at those. Hey,
1: let her think she's helping. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that takes us over to Moonlight. It's your turn.
2: Wish I knew what these things were. I want to wait for the wizard, though.
3: So many things I have to do, and not enough time.
2: Well, I'm going to make a wild guess that this thing is got a really bad reflex save. I might have a bad AC too. That's the problem is I don't know. But I'm going to hope his reflex save is worse than his AC. I'm going to use my shadow signet along with uh, Searing Light. Searing Light. That would normally be a ranged attack against his AC. I'm going to make a ranged attack against his reflex DC. So go ahead and make your roll. Uh, two on the die. I'm going to use my hero point and try that again. All right. And get a four instead. Don't suppose his reflex save is, uh, 30.
1: No, his reflex DC, that does not beat it. It It's not a critical failure. Not that I think it matters.
2: It doesn't matter. That's just spell wasted.
1: It is a failure. Wasted spell.
2: Two and a four. My d20s are doing good tonight. Third action. uh, Cast shield. Because this thing terrifies me. Well, there goes 30 d6, guys. Uh, That's awesome. This should have done better. That takes
1: us over to... I'm hesitant as to whether or not you could even see this one behind it.
2: You can now. I mean, as soon as it moves into... View. We can obviously see parts of it. This one,
1: like the one before it, moves up and fills the hallway behind. And Peach Pie is already underneath one of these scrap heaps. This one throws another heap of itself, this time at Turtle, and gets a 46 to hit. Is that a critical hit? It sure does. This is going to deal Turtle... 64 points of bludgeoning damage and turtle needs to give me a reflex save uh turtle hero point I get a 45 <laughs> turtle spends a hero point uh, that is the success it says turtle hops you know after getting hit doesn't let it get on top of her after you see a second one move into vision and begin to throw chunks of itself at you that takes us to the top of round two peach pie it's your turn all right so
0: i am assuming i need to make an athletics check to get unburied from this crap yes i will do so legendarily <sighs> i get a 31 a 31 is a failure well i'll take my second action to do it again at a minus five five. I'm escape. Yeah, escape. escape escape has the attack, attack trait, trait? doesn't we positive on that i mean i trust you and everything
2: yeah, it, yeah, escape itself absolutely does, yes. Okay. Escape is yeah. attack. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, the second attempt. I fail three times. Beach tried tries to push this thing off of him, and he just cannot.
2: Actually, that last one would be a critical failure, which only matters if it's before the last one, so.
1: Oh, critical just makes you you can't
2: try it again. You can't try again for the rest of the turn.
1: All right, well, Beach Pie succumbs to bad rolls, and it's the wizard's turn. I'm
3: about to do so much
1: random shit. Um,
3: First, recall knowledge on them. I want to know about them. Only one action.
1: Okay. Uh, Make an arcana check. It would be religion. 48. That was critical success. This is a creature called a Warsworn. A Warsworn is an inanimate mass of corpses composed of dozens, hundreds of victims of battle. That's why you're seeing things like scraps of armor and weapons and dead bodies and all of these remnants of a dark, heated battle, and they animated themselves into these creatures. Now, with a critical success, you get three pieces of information weaknesses, immunities, and worse, safe. Immunities, death effects, disease, paralyze, poison, and unconscious. Jesus. Okay. It has no weaknesses. Wonderful. Its weakest save is its reflex save.
2: Damn it, I was even right. I still fucking messed Okay. Up. I don't really have anything
3: too great to attack its reflex save. Okay, second action. Oh, sad. I'm ten feet too far away to do what I was going to do.
1: Oh, no. Aren't you going to release me? Wait, can you just dismiss the spell?
3: I mean, I can, but there's no point because it's a sustained spell. As long as I don't take an action to sustain it, it's gone.
2: Oh, it'll break. It goes away at the end of
3: his turn. So oh. I, I don't need i don't to waste an action to do it. Well, when does it break? At the end of your turn? End of my turn. The moment I don't sustain it. Got it. Okay. Why do I have to be 10 feet too far away? Um, I should have counted kind that of out before. They ruined all my plans. I guess I'll save that. And I'll do something else instead. Um, That's got the range, but it's gonna hit everybody. They're immune to that. That doesn't work either. I mean, I guess damage is damage, right? Second and third actions, I will drop a third level fireball on them.
1: Then get some
2: reflex saves here. Yeah, I'm 100% just going to start throwing books and shit at him. I've got nothing else to do <laughs> against a bunch of mindless undead shit. They get a 29 and a 35,
1: which both fail.
3: Yep. And they roll 19 damage.
1: They take all
3: of it. Damage is damage. That is my turn.
1: Then after the wizard fails to sustain his spell, Jeb, boop, you pop back into existence. Not under the door. You can land standing on top of it, but just choose a square that you'd like to be in, north or south. Perfect, just in time for it to hit me. Just in time. Now, I uh, didn't do this earlier, but as it's moving closer, I'm going to take the opportunity to do it now. Everyone, except for Jeb, because he already made the save, give me a will
2: save
3: the fuck is the range on that aura how far
2: i'm like is this six... a magical effect
1: i'm
3: 80 feet away from it
1: it is not a magical effect and it's a hundred foot aura jesus 38 33
3: 41 oh is this mind affecting
1: uh yes it is
3: 45
1: nice okay wizard with a 45 that actually turned it into a critical success Moonlight with a 38, that's a success, but you're still Frightened 1. Eh. Turtle, 37, same story. Frightened 1 there. And then Peach Pie with a 33, failed. He will be Frightened too. So what it does for its turn is it is going to use three actions to trample right up to Turtle encompassing and overrunning both Peach Pie and Jebediah. Now, trample, unlike in golf it strides up to double its speed and it can move through the spaces of creatures of the listed size, which you're way smaller than the listed size, trampling each space that you enter. It's going to attempt the listed strike damage unless you can make a reflex save, basic reflex save. Turtle involved or is she not getting trampled? Uh turtle is not getting trampled. It does it can't squeeze into that space. It can, but it chooses not to. So what'd you guys get? Thirty-three. Forty-nine. You both fail. Weird. I want it back in the maze. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, my bad in letting you out.
1: <laughs> like, that was, so Peach bai, and Jebediah both take thirty points of bludgeoning damage. And you both need to give me fortitude saves. Thirty two. A million. Well, Peach Pie with a 45 does succeed. Actually, Peach Pie with a 35, you are now immune to this energy drain effect for the next 24 hours. Cool. Jebediah, you are drained two and doomed one. Well, that's bad. You both pick a square to end up in to the left of it. It oh, pops this out? Yeah, it's not an engulf, it's trample. I end up over here, so we're flanking. No, you don't. Why not? You you didn't critically succeed your reflex save. Because that's the closest as to where you were down at center axis. Then after it tramples Peach by and Jebediah, Jeb, it's your turn. I'd like to thank him for unburying me from that rubble. Yeah, I suppose that does happen. He does unbury you. You're still prone, but... I cast Sunburst. Jeb On ca- the Sunburst. 60 foot feet away on the number Jeb, as you begin to cast the spell a part of it comes out and slaps you in the face smack oh but get to nat 1 so critically misses its attack of opportunity continue hell
0: yeah
2: perfect it's so big (laughs) it's such a big radius Right? you said it's, it's like a 60 foot isn't it a 60 foot radius it's so fucking big
1: so uh, we get one failure with a 31, but the second one, the one farther back away from you, got a 43, which is a success. We'll have 42 positive damage and then 21 on the other guy. And then the other ones will take 24 fire damage and 49 fire damage. So all together, should have 35 and 91. Well, that absolutely huge nova of... Fire and positive damage, which these things, all of the corpses that are this thing is comprised of, all sit up and scream in unison as it takes all of that damage. That's not disconcerting at all. Yeah, I know. Um, Turtle's gonna do her one action to just. She's just gonna get into flanking for everybody, and then Jeb's gonna swing. It wasn't 20. Alright, uh, miss, done. Then after Jebediah. Moonlight, it's your turn.
2: Um, God, yeah, I don't even know what... I guess, uh... I start off by glaring at it? I don't know. Can this thing be intimidating? Can this thing get be, uh, demoralized? I guess we'll find out. A uh, 37 to beat it's will, DC?
1: Meets, meets.
2: Frightened one, if it can be Frightened one.
1: Yeah, yeah, it can be Frightened. You scared a giant mound of corpses with your eyeballs. Hell yes. All right, condition applied. Because I'm assuming that's leading up to something.
2: I mean, nothing terribly special. Actually, that does give me that it probably can be um, affected by mental damage. Because the fear is a mental effect.
1: It certainly is. And I read you the list of immunities...
2: Yeah, but you never know if it's, like, if it's like a general undead immunity type thing, or... It's not, actually.
1: This thing is, in fact, the collective woeful consciousness of, a, you know, the spirits that have been lingering over this long-dead battlefield. So there's a a mental state there to attack.
2: I probably should have sometimes done something different. But anyways, uh, then I'm going to use... An, fuck let's go level eight phantasmal killer I mean,
1: all right we'll save gets a 40
2: jesus uh that's a success so one problem with a phantasmal killer if you succeed it always does 4d6 never goes up though so 12 mental damage on a fucking level eight spell nice
1: well, it takes all 12 of that mental damage as it screeches and you know, not quite the pain that it took with Jeb. Uh, however, it is kind of in a constant state of it's still reliving that battle over and over and over again. So maybe that's it. Well, Moonlight, is that your turn? Yep. You're
2: just throwing a book at him.
1: Well, that takes us over to the Warsworn that is in the back of the hallway. And it moves forward right up behind the one in front of it with two actions and with its third action goes to pummel Jebediah with an insane reach and this like almost stream of corpses and armor and weapons comes out of the creature and smacks you with 41 to hit yeah that's going to deal you 42 points of bludgeoning damage so you can't be affected by it at any further than you are so you're still just drained two and doomed one All right, well, that's all of its turns at the bottom of round two. Takes us up the top of three, Peach Pie. Hell yeah. It's your turn.
0: Again, thank him for getting me out of that pile of rubble. And I stand.
1: Come on, come on, come on, come on. Hit me. Give me a sec. Oh, natural 20 on the die. This is... Is it a long or a tall creature? (laughs) That would determine reach. (laughs) It's a fucking huge creature. Which is gargantuan. 80 points of bludgeoning damage. What a the bitch. stream of corpses comes from this mass and smacks you just as you stand up. I rage and I attack.
0: I get a 36 to hit it. That's a hit. I deal it. While
1: it's frightened and flat footed. 44 damage. It takes all of it. Thud, the mallet goes. I'm done. Into the mass of corpses. Whiz, wizard, Obron, it's your turn. No, I hate it.
2: Don't don't do that.
1: <laughs> all right, all right, I'll stop. I just need to put some down,
3: down some damage, don't I? Um,
2: yeah, that's what I'm. That's just like I'm looking at like I don't even know what the fuck to do to these things.
3: Like I'm looking at like Aoes, but I'm just, in the back of my head, I'm just thinking I gotta focus. We gotta focus one down. I'm gonna have to move for what I want to do. Yes, yeah, will work. I moved ten feet but stay out of reach of it, but close enough that I can see Jeb and and Peach Pie. Uh, Second action, I cast True Target on the one in front that we've already heard a little bit. Okay. And I give it to me, myself, Moonlight, Peach Pie, and Jeb. And again, True Target is that we just each get a roll twice on our first attack against it this next turn.
2: Shit, easier searing lights than advantage on that shit. 15d6 damage. Fire and good. Fire
1: and good!
3: I honestly didn't think about that. I wonder what my bonus. What is my bonus actually at for that, though? It's not good, if I remember correctly.
1: It's your charisma. Your innate spells? Yes, it's charisma based. What was it you said about charisma last time you level up? Trash stat? Yeah, it is a trash stat.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm a drain bonded item level 6 to recall good old. uh, Disintegrate Good old Disintegrate With a true target And then Quicken cast
1: Disintegrate Well, you quicken casting it
3: Which I can now do Since I have access to 8th level spells I can quicken cast my 6th level
1: So wait hold on a second You're casting Disintegrate And then you quicken cast Disintegrate Are you disintegrating twice? I move I cast true
3: target I drain bonded item To recall Disintegrate I quicken cast Disintegrate
1: Drain bonded item is a free action Okay, yeah, that all tracks. Okay. <laughs> Move true target, disintegrate.
3: I just had to use two free actions to get it back and cast it one action.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, that was so close on. to a 20. That
3: was so close to the 20. Um, did I already use my hero point? Doesn't
2: matter. It's already a fortune effect.
3: Oh, yeah, I can't. Fuck. Yeah, doesn't matter. I miss. All right. Well, I unfortunate. Miss- disintegrate. I got 29 and a 34 Man
1: Well that takes us to the Warsworn that is currently being flanked by Peach Pie, Jebediah, and Turtle It's going to go on this frenzy and it's going to be attacking one of each of you
2: Jesus, Peach Pie's almost dead already
1: Peach Pie, Jeb, and Turtle So Peach Pie, you're going to get the first hit Oh god, another nat 20
2: Yeah, pretty sure Tyler did something to this, this server (laughs) Critical hit on Peach Pie.
1: Bring it. 87 points of bludgeoning damage. Second attack is on Jebediah. Oh, A 33 to hit. That would be a miss. And finally, a third attack on Turtle. With a 40 to hit. That's a hit. Turtle takes 27 points of bludgeoning damage. And that's its turn. Jebediah. This is going very poorly. Turtle attack the target in front of her 37 of 37 hits dealing 24 damage and one precision damage that actually bloodies the war sworn it does and then i reach over to peach pie and make it so he can't die regenerate casting regenerate thanks bud yep you know how it works you get 15 hit points and then you can't die The one that Turtle just hit is going to attack you for casting a spell. Sure. Gets a 42 to hit. Yeah. Not a critical hit, so the spell still goes off. Thank goodness. But Jeb will take 32 damage to make it happen. All right. And then Jeb attacks. 36 to hit. 36. You do get a roll twice as well. I guess I'll try it. Should roll again, see if it's crit. All right, 37 damage, done. 37 damage, all right, it takes it. That brings us over to Moonlight. It's your turn.
2: Yeah, we're just gonna. We're gonna go with it. We're gonna do a little Visions of Danger. Visions of Danger? I don't know if you've cast this spell. Yeah, this is the one that fucked up the uh, the Beetle Swarm thing.
1: Oh, that's right, that's right. It's like a, a, an AoE. It's almost like black tentacles to an extent except for it's an illusion and it deals them damage if they stay there right uh
2: correct so when it goes off i will need a will save from both of them
1: we get a 33 which looks like it fails and a 45 which is a success
2: Ooh, that is so close to critical success <laughs> was it Well, good thing yeah well like 18 on the die when that failed, will take the full 8d8 damage, which is 39. The other one will take half. And then uh, on the start of each of their turns, they take the same damage. Okay. If they remain in the AoE. If they start their turn in the AoE, they take the damage.
1: Got it. Which, you know, they likely will. Well, then after moonlight, that takes us over to the Warsworn that's in the back here. It's now standing and takes up the entire doorway for the gate. As it's 20 feet across I I need a will save It gets a 43 on the will save Against Moonlight's uh, Visions of Danger Damage
2: Uh, That succeeds, it takes half a 35 17 mental damage
1: This warsworn is wading through It's past
2: battlefield all over Again and it's taking damage because of it Actually this one is uh, Horrific Creatures Fills the area Horrific Creatures Yes So these are just like horrifying shadow creatures filled the area.
1: Oh, I see, okay, that's really cool. Well, then it it takes that damage, and much like the one before it, it's just going to pummel one of each of the party, but it's gonna work its other way around. It's gonna use its first attack on Turtle.
2: It can attempt to disbelieve the illusion by using an action if it's smart enough to do that.
1: It likely won't, it likely won't. Turtle does a 45 hit. It does, critically. Oh, a critical hit on Turtle. Turtle takes 50 points of bludgeoning damage and needs to give me a fortitude save. 35. Is a success. Nice! Alright, then it uses its second attack on Peach Pie. Gets a 36 to hit. That'll hit. Then, for its third attack, is going to pummel on Jebediah with a 33 to hit. Game yeah, miss. Is this like a flurry attack or like are you just being polite? Uh, No, no, it it legitimately, it's not even being polite. Like this thing just comes in and its absolute like overpowering sheer will force is just attacking the creatures around it. Everything it can. Okay. Like everything it can. So as these two things are filling the hallway at the bottom of round three, each, now that they're all set up, each of them has these like almost pillars of corpses and weapons and armor and other battle remnants just pummeling each of the party members in the hallway here. The only ones that are safe right now are Moonlight and the Wizard. That brings us up to the top of round four. Peach Pie, it's your turn. Let's do it.
3: You get two swings right
1: away, Peach Pie.
0: Excellent. I get a 44 to hit. A 44 hits. I will deal it. 50 damage. It takes it. And I'll swing again. Thanks for that, wizard. It made the difference. Nice! I roll a nat 1 and get a critical miss. I don't think I'll use my hero point since this is my second attack. I'd rather use that on the first attack. And we'll just attempt to make a third attack. Attack number 3. And I miss.
1: Oh, Peach Bag gets a hit and two misses on that salvo, which takes us over to the wizard. It's your turn. There's a lot of things I want to do,
3: but I'm going to do the dumb thing because it sounds fun. (laughs) Sounds like
1: the wizard. Usually the dumb thing helps more than you think it will. I haven't cast the spell before either, so it sounds like fun. Ooh, a new spell. Oh, God. Wizard moves up into...
3: I have to because it's only a 30-foot cone. I move up right into the thing in front's face and cast Prismatic Spray on them
1: already used its attack of opportunity too. It did
3: already use its attack of opportunity otherwise I would not be doing this.
1: The other one does not have enough reach to get you through his buddy,
3: so yeah. I would hope it doesn't have a 25 foot reach. <laughs> 20 foot's bad enough, right? Uh, so prismatic spray is a 30 foot cone. A spray of rainbow light beams cascade from my open hand. Each creature in the area must roll 1d8 on this table um, which is on the the spell to see which beam affects it, then attempt a saving throw up the indicated
1: type. Okay, so I'm going to roll the d8s here. Oh, this could be really fun. This could be really fun, or it could honestly do nothing at all. We'll see. We'll see. Alright. Well, the first one, Sworn 1, that you're standing right in front of is going to take the brunt of this, obviously, but it gets a 1 on the d8. That
3: is going to be a reflex save...
1: Alright, do you want me to do that now? Oh yeah, let's just resolve that now. So the first one gets affected by...
3: Oh, success negates
1: the effect? That's weak, okay. So uh, the one that's at front gets hit with a red ray. Yes. Uh, Makes a reflex save here. Gets a 34 to save.
3: That does fail. He takes 50 fire damage. 50 fire damage. Straight up 50? Just straight up 50 fire damage.
2: Nice.
1: That's like the lowest damage, too. 50 is enough to kill this Warsworn. It melts like jello under a heat lamp. Corpses and armor and sinew and ugh. But it dies. Well done okay so the second one also gets hit by the spray because it's a 30 foot cone on the d8 it gets a 4 that's the one
3: thing I did not want it to get god damn it that's a green ray it's a fortitude
1: save it's really good at these but it rolls a natural 1 I don't think there's a critical fail they're not basic saves? no they're not no
3: you're right they're not there's no critical fail for this
1: okay Well, it
3: fails, but I have bad news. Yeah, it's it's the worst one because it's poison
1: damage and it's immune to poison, I know. It is immune to poison. So the green ray does not affect it. Well, that takes us over to Jebediah. It's your turn. All right, so I'm going to attempt to cast Searing Light. And it doesn't get an attack of opportunity. It doesn't. Why is that? Because... Well, activating a divine relic such as the Resonant Reflections is an Envision activation. So I just think it, and it happens. Envision is a a component for is a specific image or phenomenon that you need to imagine. Activate an item, which is what you would be doing there, gains the Concentrate trait, so it has Concentrate. Is it an item? They're kind of items. I mean, they're part of us, right? (laughs) They're activated as items. Yeah, they're innate. Well, they're innate spells. it's envision i mean it doesn't sound like what what you just said doesn't sound that's the abilities activation like in the item you gave us activation just two target two actions and vision is this reflection of life right yeah light light yeah light sounds like i'm just specific i'm just just envisioning it it's happening
3: dude this shit comes from our eyes yeah, dude, I'm fucking just become fucking cyclox for a minute. You can also focus the inner lights of Metapus is a brilliant light of beam for, of energy from your
1: eyes. So wait, this is just you using eye lasers? Oh, you just eye laser it. Yeah, that does that actually doesn't provoke. You're right. <laughs> So what we've been doing this entire time? I always
3: imagine those casting, like pointing, but no, we're, we're shooting eye beams at things.
1: Eye beams? Shooting lasers from your eyeballs. So this would be my spell roll minus three because it's just I'm just gonna. But my Christmas not terrible anymore, so not a negative or anything. Fuck, twenty nine to hit. Twenty nine does not hit. Yeah, fucking stupid ass fucking envision spells. <sighs> well, you didn't get uh, attacked. Nice, ah, turtle. Well. Right? Uh, Also use an Envision of the Resident of Life, and my turn will (laughs) be (laughs) done. So she'll get Fast Healing 8. So she gets the Fast Healing. Nice. Fast Healing 8 on Turtle. That takes us over to Moonlight. It's your turn.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I keep looking at what I have, my list of things I can do, and it's like, this isn't good. Not a lot here. I mean, can't you do Searing Light? You're Charisma. I tried, that was the very first thing I did and I failed twice but I used my hero point nice Uh, we'll go level level 6 phantasmal killer on this guy more phantasmal killer phantasmal
1: killer it gets a 36 to save
2: which is a fucking success exactly what he needed 4d6 incoming so he takes 14 damage and is frightened one I guess I cast shield again.
1: Well, that takes us over to the last remaining war swarm.
2: I need another will save. Oh, that's right, because it's still in that yeah that space. It's it yep. a thirty-three. It fails. All right, visions of danger keeps takes doing work. Thirty-six mental damage.
1: All right, takes it all. Well, this thing doesn't really quite it hasn't really quite realized that its companion has fallen, and it's going to continue what its onslaught. It's gonna start with. You had the T already, bro. You're about to say turtle. (laughs) I heard it. I rolled. I rolled. I rolled the secret dice, and it was one, two, three. One was Jeb. Two was Peach Pie. Three was Turtle. And I rolled a three. It's fine. She's just gonna come right back to life. All right. Well, then uh, it uses its first action to attack Turtle. Gets a 49 to hit, which that'll hit. Ed critically So you don't even roll the dice She'll just go to dying two <laughs> Turtle is going to take 72 points of bludgeoning damage And go to dying two Turtle goes down to dying two For its second action It moves forward Past Jebediah and Peach Pie Like moving? Attack of opportunity? Go ahead Making Turtle unconscious Before the flat footed That was clever That fucks my tax 36 36 hits 43. 43 also hits. 47
2: damage. Why, why does that 36 hit? I don't know. There's so many it's things frightened. happening.
1: Because oh, it's frightened one. <laughs> 36 hits because it's frightened one. You're right. All right. So Peach by you dealt how much damage? 47. Uh, with its second action, it moves up. It's moving through its friend, which is difficult terrain, but it does it anyways. It uses all of its actions. It eats him. It eats him. To roll Over Turtle's body, and you see Turtle's paws get sucked into this mass slowly, and it just. Turtle's dead. Even with the fast healing? So, what are we saying killed Turtle?
2: Some ability it has must have sucked Turtle up. The roll, it like consumed her. I mean, it's a creature that absorbs. corpses, so I guess it makes sense. She's
1: now part of the body mass. So are you telling me Turtle is actually dead? Turtle is actually factually dead and part of this creature.
0: You realize you just destroyed our podcast. Nobody's going to listen anymore.
3: On to the next
0: campaign. (laughs) No, no. People are never listening to this podcast (laughs) again.
2: Can you resurrect an animal companion?
1: I mean, I can use the resurrectability, the the ritual. Yeah, that's what I
2: mean, like, does it come back in, like, a different animal's body instead of a cat?
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you reincarnate it?
2: What if it actually came back back as a turtle?
1: turtle. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, let's cross that bridge when we get there. For right now, let's go back to being sad, because Turtle's dead. Well, we don't know that. Jebediah knows that there's many things that can be done in life. True. Uh, yeah, when it killed Turtle, it moved up on it, and it used its absorb ability. which just it absorbs a dying creature into itself, instantly killing it, and... Oh, regaining a number of hit points. I mean, all in all honesty, I have a thousand companions at home. I know Turtle is Turtle, but I've literally been... Collecting them, collecting them. <laughs> through this campaign.
2: <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> I've got a fucking dire wolf at home. Does it just like automatically go to your level then? It gets like all the benefits or? I mean, your your
1: companion's always your level, so yeah. Week long training montage. Probably not even that. Well, anyways, after this thing rolls over, Turtle's corpse goes to the top around five. Peach Pie, it's your turn. Did you see what he did to Peach Pie? No And also
2: no!
1: <laughs> uh, I haven't given any out in a while. take a hero point, David. Okay. Thanks. Well, let's kill this thing then, huh? So I have to move up five feet to get him, I guess. Yes. you can't five foot step because that's difficult terrain. Oh, that's difficult terrain? Correct. D- don't go in there.
2: What was that's that idea. That's his that, shadow. That's, that's my visions of danger. Oh, oh Jesus. It's like H- you look over R- there R- and all you see Why is Why do you all do this? Things. Illusory nightmares to deal 88 damage per turn. All right. <laughs> yeah, but now I can't hit him. And you can.
0: You're just going to get
2: you're going to get attack opportunity.
0: D's going to take me down before I get a chance. Unfortunately. I- Guess we'll find out.
2: But at least that'll let
0: other people get in. Um, Peach pie does a forty-three hit. It does. You are going to
1: take
2: really, really low damage.
1: Twenty-seven yes. points of bludgeoning <laughs> damage on the attack of opportunity. I mean, it would have been just fine if you took a if you crit him. You can't well, go,
0: yeah, but it would take me down, and I wouldn't be able to swing. It wouldn't take you down. You can't go down. Oh, I can't go down. You're, you literally can't. Like, I can't even knock unconscious. What
2: I say? I thought he could go down, but he just couldn't die.
0: Oh, you check that out. It doesn't matter, because I do still have 11 HP. And with it, I will swing. Oh, yeah, you stay. You've got to catch something. 40 to hit. 40 hits. We'll deal it. 54 damage. And with my third action... Yeah, I'm just going to attack again. Thinking about doing an awesome blow, but we're just going to attack.
1: Can you do that to something of this size? Hell oh, yeah, dude. I
0: got fucking Giant Slayer or whatever Oh, the hell you have is. Titan Wrestler? Titan Wrestler. Nice. <laughs> Took that way back at level 6 when I had
1: nothing else to do. Um, And I miss with a 36. You're right. 36 misses. Because it's not frightened anymore. After Peach Pie, Wizard, it's your turn. Drain
3: bonded item level 7. Recall true target. Cast true target on it, giving the four of us remaining party members. True target. Turtle's dead. That's sad. (laughs) Give it to Bernard.
1: (laughs) Give it to Bernard. And then I will produce flame Alright, I'll let use its attack of opportunity on Peach Pie So you get by with the pass I uh, got a 38 to hit A 38 hits 31 damage Alright, it takes it This thing is not looking great It's got pieces of the corpses that are kind of sloughing off of it As you're just pin cushioning it here with different things After the wizard, Jeb It's your turn I wish I had some fucking ball or ass spell to like show my rage, but I have my my weapon. Gave you true target. Crit the
3: fucker. Oh, I have it again? Yep. I just gave everybody true target again.
0: And you can move in without getting an attack of opportunity. Heck, move around it. Well, no, I guess not. You don't have to. It, it used it to attack of opportunity on yeah. you, Peach Pie. You can move into flanking with me. That's what I was going to say, but then I remembered Moonlight's thing still down there.
2: He's just got that will bullshit. Actually, you both have that will bullshit. You'd probably be fine.
1: I move in the hood, Pro- probably. <laughs> probably. Jebediah steps into the visions of danger to get flanking. I fail. Oh <laughs> no, but you, you get you get two rolls, true target. No, no, I'm doing the will save. That's the will save. Oh, that's the will save. My bad, Jeb. That's dangerous. Nah, he doesn't care.
3: He's so furious.
1: I actually have the barbarian rage traits right now. <laughs> I have temporary HP and everything. That makes sense. Well, you take 36 points of damage from the Visions of Danger, and you are now in flanking position with the Wizard. <laughs> now you get to roll twice. Oh, yes. Yeah. Not a crit, but 44. Damage is damage. 44 hits. That was one away from crit. Um, man, yeah, on set 10 to the second attack. Uh, I should have done something else, but this will be fun. This with 33. Oh, I didn't put flanking on that one. 35. 35 does not hit. Okay. Well, then after Jeb gets a slice in, that takes us over to Moonlight. It's your turn.
2: Okay, so the Reach spell allows touch spells to be done at 30
1: feet. feet. Yep, correct.
2: What if it's my physical body that is doing something?
1: Talking about emanation? Then it looks cool.
2: So this is Blood Feast. My head splits vertically into an enormous maw, which feasts upon the target's blood, dealing 12d6 piercing damage. Well, I mean, you know, you are a tree, but the spell's range is touch, so if I use reach spell... It's 30 feet. It's 30 feet. Then your your
1: head turns into a gaping maw, and you grow rapidly towards it and bite
2: it. And now my other question is, does this still count as flanking, then, because Jebediah's on the other side of it?
1: <laughs> I mean, you technically, it's like using a reach weapon. It's,
2: yeah, it's a melee and, spell and attack. If it's a melee spell <laughs> attack... And
1: that doesn't change because you're adding, you know, the reach spell to it. It Does reach spell
2: say that it turns a melee spell attack into a range spell attack? Uh, reach spell, you extend the range of your spells. The next action you cast is a spell that has a range. Increase that spell's range by 30 feet. Standard is for increasing spell ranges. If the spell normally has a range of touch, you extend its range to 30 feet.
1: That means you're still making a melee spell attack. So, yes, you would get flanking with Jebediah on this
2: attack. 32 to hit. That doesn't hit, so we'll try again.
3: Watch your target do something. God damn
2: it. damn it. This is why I don't roll attacks.
3: I mean, you just rolled sub-10
2: on both. Yeah, that's why I don't roll attacks. I roll sub-10. Well, that was lame. That takes us over to the
1: Warsworn. The bottom around five.
2: Uh, I need a will save. Oh, will save! It gets an a forty-five. That's one away from a freaking critical. Takes forty-two damage. Half of twenty is twenty-one. Twenty-one. Thank God. Kills it. Dots for the win. <laughs> kills
1: it. Visions of danger doing work. Man, you know what he was gonna do? He was gonna turn around, smack pe- Peach Pie once, and you know it would have hit and then was going to roll over him. And then regeneration, Peach Boy was going to have a horror movie moment inside of this thing as he was killed and then brought back to, like, over and over again. Not
3: only has he lost his face, but he was going to be, <laughs> like, just dying over and over again as part of a monster. Repeatedly. Oh, God.
2: You know what would have been worse is if you would have killed Jebediah and we wouldn't have had any way to resurrect anybody. <laughs> well,
3: say, we can't resurrect... Incorrect. I can resurrect now. Oh, you can resurrect. Can re- you have religion? I can reincarnate. I don't need religion. I have Arcana. Oh, it's one of your things? Okay. I can use Arcana as the skill check. Well, I'm trying to look into
1: reincarnate because I'm just curious. Any of
3: that shit. I am now the primary caster for all
1: rituals because I can use Arcana instead. Yeah, basically. Alright, well, as this thing dies... And it, just like the other one before, it kind of dies like a lump of mushy corpses and sinew and blood and garbage, and it just spreads across the ground. They're two lumped on top of each other, and you can see flecks of turtle's fur and her shape emerge from some of that grossness. But she doesn't move.
0: Killer Killed Turtle You should all come onto our Discord and tell him what a meanie he is That is assuming literally anyone still wants to listen to this podcast as Turtle was clearly the protagonist And if not the protagonist then the adorable sidekick who everyone tuned in for anyway How will we move on without our Turtle? What options do we have? Find out next time as we continue perhaps pointlessly The Extinction Curse And until then may you have many great adventures of your own
1: it's your turn shut up Tyler you murderer